You may have noticed that we're doing fewer episodes this week. That's because Anthony is gone right now. He's on his honeymoon. He just got married. Oh, congratulations to Anthony, which means he's out of town and we have to do fewer of these. We'll be back with three episodes a week as normal very soon. But in the meantime, bear with us just two episodes a week, uh, but we'll be back soon. Jumping is exactly like arm wrestling. It's, they're <laughs> it's the very, arm wrestling of jumping. It really is. <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Oh, man, we got some concern. Okay, <laughs> lay it on me. The Chinese are uh, they're doing some stuff. How dare they? Yeah, no, it's it's not good. How dare man. they just be in China doing stuff? We got an article sent to us by Ann Edris. Uh, mm. This is an article really from... Science journals, the journal Nature. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a big journal. Talking about how these researchers at the Sun Yat sen University in uh, Guangzhou, oh. they've been uh, messing with human embryos, bro. Well, like like putting like putting kick me signs on their backs and shit. <laughs> sure. How are these people messing with embryos? They are gene splicing, bro. They are taking human embryos and manipulating the genes or attempting to. So they actually published their research in a journal called Protein and Cell. Mm -hmm. And they basically said that they took a whole bunch of human embryos and attempted to replace a gene that's responsible for a potentially fatal blood disease uh-huh. with a non-fatal gene. And they're using this technique called CRISPR-Cas9. Don't ask me what CRISPR-Cas9 is, mm-hmm. but it's the method by which they're replacing It's my favorite genes. BBC sci-fi show. <laughs> CRISPR and Cas9, they'll solve any mystery. <laughs> it's, it's a detective <laughs> in the future on a haunted space station and his adorable and his, robot dog. His partner, who is a robot dog, but also will keep all of your vegetables nice in the refrigerator. That's your one. CRISPR! That's not even me. I'm not even making that joke. Why would CRISPR, number one, be the dog and not Cas9? Oh, you're right. Cas9 is the dog. Okay, so he's a human who... Uh, and also, that's a, that's a fucking dad joke. Don't uh, try to distract me. CRISPR. What does the gene do? Normally, it creates a terrible blood disease, right? Mm. And they took 86... So CRISPR-Cas9 is the bad gene. No, no, no. CRISPR-Cas9 is the technique oh, okay. replacing genes. All it's right. the technique by which... They are splicing these genes. Okay. So, but Jeff, this isn't creepy. Oh, this is fine. But it is. Why is it creepy? Because it's, Gene chi- manipulation because it's on China human messing with embryos. It's oh, no. It's human embryos, and they're attempting to gene splice and fuss they're, with our they're genome. They're attempting to correct a disease which would not allow the fetus to even be carried to term. This is true. They they're, are creating right now, that's human lives. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what, so you're scared of what they're going to do in the future? Well, here's what the journal Nature says, uh, that this is Stop a, telling me about what the journal Nature says. Well, what are you afraid of? What does Jeff Kanata say? Uh, Jeff Kanata says the same thing the journal Nature says, which is this is a, a landmark, but this is terrifying. Ah, and we should be worried. That's not something a journal should say. Where does, it, where does it stop? Today, it's about preventing a fatal blood disease. Tomorrow, it's about 
uh, maybe stopping cancer. Maybe it's even about stopping the addiction gene. Great. Or maybe then, Perfect. Maybe then next Tuesday, it's about, oh, I want uh, blue eyes in my kid instead well, of brown eyes. Ne- well, number then, one, oh, maybe number one next Tuesday is a really aggressive schedule. <laughs> okay? These guys, Chinese, they work fast, man. <laughs> <laughs> they work fast. You know, this is the thing that everybody always jumps to. with slow, this bro. <sighs> I mean, that's sort of like saying, well... They created the telephone, but now all they're going to do is listen to our phone calls. Like, well, that's a terrible example because that happened. That ha- okay, <laughs> it could happen. Uh huh. They could be listening to our phone calls. Right. We created the automobile, and now the government's going to use automobiles to follow us at a fast speed. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> well, no, they yeah, do. okay. Like, so what? You're saying you can't make an omelet you, without breaking some eggs. I'm saying, saying you can't. And by eggs, you mean human embryos. You can't limit scientific progress based on what you think the worst case scenario based on the worstest worst case scenario if it does a lot of good if we're curing incurable diseases at a genetic level that will allow people to lead healthy normal lives right well i'm afraid that rich people will make their kids eyes blue instead of brown shut the fuck up no. Shut the fuck up. Okay, but well, what 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 constitutes a disease? What constitutes imperfect? Let's because get rid. Of, let's about- get rid of surgery because people get nose jobs. Fuck you. I don't think that's <laughs> analogous. I, I mean, think it is analogous. Not everybody uses surgery to get nose jobs. Right, but so you think that designer child is an okay future? Uh, designer child. Designer child is not necessarily the future. Designer child is maybe a subset of the future. Let me tell you something. The people that are going to have designer children are people that live in a different world than you already and already have a million things, a million advantages going on that you don't even know about that are more detrimental to you than their designer child. Okay, but we're not talking about any of those things. No, and, but and let's I, like, if we're unpacking this, exclusive. if we're unpacking this shit, let's unpack it. Because is designer child more likely and worse than anything else that's going on with any other technology right now? Or is it just something that doesn't exist yet and we go, ooh, spooky designer child? Perhaps. I, I think... I, I wish mean, I was a designer child, bro. You want to be, you want to be Superman, perfect oh, Superman. I want to be, I want to be Gattaca'd out. Yeah. I want to be Gattaca'd as fuck, dude. Absolutely. Well, here's another. Here, get rid of all of it. Why can't I, why can't I be a couple inches taller? Why can't I have like a little better bone density? Why aren't like, why isn't my hearing a little better? My sight a little better? Fuck it. You don't like wearing your glasses. You got surgery so you didn't have to wear your glasses. That's true. Let's fix that before it even happens. Why even have a surgery? Yeah. Why no. not have a future where nobody ever has less than 20-20 vision? Why I not? I like that. Why not? But then we can have 2015 vision. Great. Or 2010 vision. Perfect. So it just gets better and better Night and better. vision. Right. Great. Where does this, why is this bad? We all have straight, perfect teeth. We get rid of heart disease. Where, what's, what's the slippery slope? The slippery soap is, is somebody makes their kid a little more attractive than you. Dude, there are plenty of people out there that are more attractive than me already. I'm not worried about more attractive than me. More power to them. I'm worried about this strive for perfection and who defines what that is. You're bringing up all these excellent examples of things. Oh, yeah, I would want. But at a certain point, if you can create exactly what you want all the time, I, I just don't think parents should be allowed to get only what they want. Sure. And I, and I see what you're saying there. It's like, well, our perfect child is like this. Right. So this is what we want. Right. Uh, but is everybody's idea of what the perfect child is the same? 
It's only a slippery slope if you assume that everybody envisions perfection the same way you envision perfection. Well, I'm worried about people being marketed to what they should have perfection be. That if happens this becomes already. a service. It happens already. It does happen already. If this so becomes what? a service, then so it what? becomes <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get child number nine because child number nine has the new upgraded a vision that is super rad. And if your child doesn't have child number nine, you know? Well, is it a template? Do they all look the same? Because nobody wants that. Well, who knows? At this point, you could create a child that it looks do exactly you know, what you want. Do you know want. what I think everybody wants? I think everybody wants, when they have a kid, I want a kid that is the best mix of the best genes from me and my partner. Right. Right? Yes. So I don't necessarily want child number nine. I don't flip through the pages of a magazine and go like, oh, that's the kid. The kid should look like this. Nobody wants some fucking children of the corn village of the damned future. Nobody wants that <laughs> shit where it's all like it's a bunch of identical fucking cookie cutter Hitler youth running around. Nobody actually I mean, wants except that. the fact that there was a country that wanted exactly that well, for a while. Sure. Nobody wanted that except this period in our history where people wanted that. But, I mean, even in that instance, it was – a generic template, right? right? It was it was it was tall blonde blue eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, free from disease, free from yeah, free from homosexuality, free from all these things that were considered Well, yeah, okay. And free that's from Jewishness. And that's not <laughs> that is not the problem of the designer child, you know what I mean, or the or genetic engineering. That is a pro- that is a fundamental philosophical problem with a country at that time, right? Right. You're we saying it's like, not the tool. It's, it's not the, the tool. It's the architect. I have only ever used a hammer to put like wood together. I've never used a hammer to beat someone to death as far as the law knows. Right. I mean, no one would admit to that, specifically not on a podcast. Specifically not on a podcast would anybody ever say that, but at the same time, I've never done it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, there's no proof that you've done no, it. No, and nobody could anymore. ever anymore. <laughs> Like, certainly, my, and maybe if I had done it, there would have been a window of time where there would have been evidence. Right. Fibers. Sure. Things that have been buried. Absolutely. And you know what? Once again, these things have been buried, Jeff. <laughs> and these are what we should, be, like, these That's things have been buried. On. We should focus on burying these concerns. <laughs> you can't tell me that uh, I can't have a kitchen knife because uh, somebody somewhere killed someone with a kitchen knife. Right? right. No, I agree. Uh, I understand. So, I mean, unless a technology is specifically created to harm, then you get into something different. Like, you can't tell me, like, I, I should be able to have nerve gas because I don't use nerve gas to kill people. Right. I just want to have nerve gas. <laughs> just, it's a, uh, it makes a great compliment to that uh, vase of flowers that I've I have on my mantle. I've never once used the nerve gas that I own to kill people, <laughs> so why shouldn't I be allowed to have it? It's, In, more, it's more bric-a-brac than yeah. anything else. It's like a, it's a kitschy. Lovely, it's a centerpiece on the table. Like, our table is reclaimed wood, and, like, we have some, like, old, some, like, old signage, like, yeah. some rusty signage. Oh, it's at such a, a rustic gas. Yes. But we don't kill people with it, but I should I should just be allowed to have it. That's the thing. Canister of nerve gas. If a technology is can only be used for the detriment of humanity, then no, you should not be allowed to have it, and we should we should really not be enacting it. Certainly not our track record, but there you go. Uh, if a technology can be used for good, and then it's like, well, but we have concerns that a couple people might misuse it. All right. Well, I've never, you know, purposely, well... I have purposely run over a lot of old women with my car, but once again, that is because I'm looking specifically to get some sort of dark magic curse right. placed on me so I can be immortal. Just the law of averages is what you're working yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, but, you. yeah, but you can't just be like, let's pull cars off the road because this one guy just wants to mow people down in his car. 
Well, let me let me bring us to where we are right now with this technology. Okay. Okay. So you this, have it here. Let's go. I don't. I left in the car. Let's that, do it. Bring it out because number one, you don't want your jean splicer to get hot. Oh, that's true. It is a warm day. It's a really warm day out there. Crispers Cast did, Nine to go. Uh, did you did you crack the window? <laughs> no crap! I gotta get out there. <laughs> so this article in in Nature is basically saying this Crispr Cast Nine does not work and should not be used right now because basically what they're saying is first of all they had eighty six embryos and a very very tiny portion of them it even worked at all and none of them would come to term. So it's not working. But worse than that. This approach introduced new mutations into other unintended places in the genome. That's gene splicing, baby. That's you just got. That's what it's. That's what it's about. Whatever happens, happens. All them genes work together, bro. In in, in exciting ways that we don't even know about. (laughs) The good news: no blood disease. Great. Bad news: reptile child. (laughs) (laughs) Reptile face. Bad news: forked tongue. Lizard baby. (laughs) Lizard baby. And is it bad news? It's really more of a perspective. If you have a choice thing. between no baby and lizard baby, what do you do? I go no baby. Do you really? Yeah, I don't want lizard baby. What are you picturing though? Let's make I sure mean, we're call picturing. Me a Nazi, but I don't want a lizard baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you see as being the lizard baby outcome? I see, uh, you know, um, you know, reptile in Mortal Kombat. Okay. Yeah. Full on scale uh, reptile face, black eyes. Yeah. Fork, tongue, tail, claws for hands. I'm seeing more Davos Seaworthy's daughter from Game of Thrones. Oh, like like the scale, like the stone face. You know what I mean? Like the the scale that's people. A, that's a pretty generous view of what a reptile child is. Well, Little there's baby. a spectrum. What if it's just a normal looking kid? But hey, maybe it comes out with a little fork, tongue, and also it needs a heat lamp. What if it's a perfectly adorable baby? What if, like, uh-huh. to the average viewer, it looks like a child number nine? Right. Right? Oh, good-looking baby. Wow, I thought it was a child number nine for most most of the time. Until it sat down to eat. And all it wanted was insects. Just, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, that's fine. If I had the choice of, like, look, your baby's either going to have uh, an incurable blood disease or not even be born, or, like, potentially a little lizardy. <laughs> A baby might be like just a uh, lizardish. Lizardish. <laughs> well, doctor, what do you mean by lizardish? Well, uh, I have a, a chart here that you can take a look at. Okay. The outward appearance, perfectly normal. Yeah. Very adorable. A Love child, it. a lovely child, loves to romp and play and have a great time. Oh, okay. It would only eat- wait, but on this, on this chart, mm. when you say romp and play, have a good time. Yes. You mean like on the walls and ceiling? Is yeah. that what I'm seeing here? Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. Okay. Uh, the good news is your house will probably be free of much of the pests that no- you would normally find in the walls or uh, in, in any place, uh, crawl spaces. Uh, unfortunately, your child will also be in those crawl spaces eating those pests. Now, it says here that after I hug my baby, I'll have to wash my hands because of salmonella? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, and most of the parents find that to be actually refreshing, a wonderful reminder of good, healthy hygiene. Oh. Well, okay. I say let's do it. Let's go with this lizard baby. Oh, you're going lizard I'm baby. I'm going to go lizard baby. All right. Cut, so. to, cut to like five years later. They're sleeping in bed. Mom, dad, mom, dad. <gasps> mom, dad, I can't sleep. Neither can we, sweetheart, because you seem to be staring at us from the ceiling. Yeah, honey, will you just crawl back down and go to bed, please? I had a nightmare. Okay. I had a nightmare where I hate you. That's that's our nightmare too, honey. Honey, please. Honey. Can I sleep in your bed tonight? Mm, you know what? Your father and I, I think, are going to just say no on this one. Can I sleep inside your skin? 
Just for tonight, I had a bad dream. Sure, sure. There may be some potentially unforeseen side effects, Jeff Kanata. <laughs> sure. And but no, that's science. Is that science? <laughs> I think it is. Oh, oh, here's the other, here's the other great, uh, great quote from this article. The biggest concern about editing the human embryo is that any changes made are heritable. Yeah. So they can be passed on to future generations in ways that scientists cannot currently predict. No, dude, because that's messing with genes. Just Look, throw a curveball in there and see what happens. Bro, listen up. Yeah. You ever see, uh, what's the name of that Showtime show about early, sur- uh, early surgery? The, na- the Nick. The, the na- Nick. Yeah. You ever see anything like that or read anything about Victorian-era surgery and shit like that? It wasn't great. No. It was not great. Horrifying. But this is how we learn. <laughs> That's and the unfortunate uh, part. Humanity forward without getting a few uh, lizard babies. This is the unfortunate thing, is there is no way to truly move forward in our understanding of what of the human machine without experimenting eventually on the human machine. Now, I'm not saying kidnap people and cut them open. Nobody's saying that, and nobody, like, I've never done it. And nobody could prove that you did. No, certainly not. Like, maybe there, if I had, hypothetically, there would have been a window of time where you could have proven it. <laughs> yes, but not anymore. Not anymore. Like, right. surely, like, maybe, maybe some fibers, maybe some people got buried. If there was any evidence of that, that is long buried. Absolutely. So, but what I'm saying is, okay, we're editing the genome, right? We start in, a, we start in an animal, right? Mm-hmm we get favorable tests on an animal. Yeah. And we want, this is a potentially life-saving thing. Eventually, we have to move forward to the point where we test on a human. And in order to edit out things within the human genome, which is the ultimate answer to a lot of things that we can't solve in any other way right now, Yeah, you gotta make a few lizard babies. Do you think on any level that flaws are what make us human. Sure. Now, there are flaws, and then there are, um, I think there are personality flaws. I think there are things like, oh, no, my ears are uneven. Fine, your ears are uneven. Oh, no, like, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't like this about me. I don't like that about me. That's fine. I'm talking about removing illnesses. I'm talking about, like I said, getting rid of bad vision. Bad vision isn't what makes me me. There's nothing about me that wouldn't have been better or easier if I just had perfect vision. Maybe, but maybe the fact that you dealt with that in your life contributed in some way to who you are. Sure, maybe, and uh, maybe it was detrimental. We don't know. And here's the thing. We don't need to know because there's no need for anybody to be born with bad vision if we can fix it. I agree with that on a fundamental level. I don't want. I would never want any kind of horrible disease to be passed on genetically. I if, wouldn't if you, I Jeff? Because that's what you're saying. No. no. If, I had, <laughs> if I had the option to to ensure a hundred percent that my offspring would have no genetic problems, yeah, I would take that. But I just, I it scares me to play God in such a powerful way and to have that ability. You know, man. We are so far away from being able to edit it that easily and quickly and precisely. You know, I, I just... Oh, yeah, just... I just it's want, so far away. It's, no, but it is. It's far away because, look, we can, we can find and isolate the things that create diseases or whatever and, and create poor vision, blue eyes. Like, we can find and isolate that stuff, but it's going to be so experimental and expensive for such a long time that it really is, like, by the time 
people are like, yeah, give me a blue-eyed baby. I'm going to push the blue-eyed button. Like, man, that's so far away. Like, we'll have so much time to deal know, with the man. ethical concerns before then. Oh, yeah, so let's not deal with them now. Let's we can just- start bringing them up, but I don't think we should bring them up to the point where we say, stop editing those babies. If you, if you could decide the gender of your child, I mean, you can do that now. Mm-hmm. But if it was inexpensive and easy... Don't you feel like that's a little creepy to like impose a gender on your offspring rather than letting yeah, it happen naturally? Yeah, but I don't feel yeah, but I don't feel any need to impose a gender on my child. I think a lot of people do. Well, a lot of people would. Bunch of jerks, man. <laughs> oh man, I'm so curious what other people think about yeah, this. Absolutely. Do you guys just want to hold back mankind like Jeff Kanata? Is that what you want to do? Are you pro lizard baby or anti lizard baby? <laughs> yeah, just let us know on Twitter. I'm at a Carboni. I'm at Jeff Kanata. And hey, you enjoying the show? Oh, I hope you are. If, I'm enjoying the show. Yeah, I mean, we enjoy making the show. Very much. Uh, and something that helps us out is if you can uh, either tell a friend about the show, if you're enjoying it, that's great. New friends are always wonderful. We like friends. Uh, and if you are enjoying the show, please rate it on the platform that you listen to it on, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, whatever you're doing. Uh, just head over and give it like a five-star rating. Oh, we love those five-star ratings. Don't don't review the show, though. Well, there's no reason to review the show. God, no, don't do that. Uh, instead, just write down uh, what sort of animal-baby hybrids you would like. Like, give me your top three animal-baby hybrids. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah.